Welcome to the Holistic Hustle. This is the first episode and I'm so excited to have you here if you can't hear it in my voice already. This has been like quite a long time in the making so I'm happy to finally have this out there and it's going to be just a little bit of an introduction today and giving you five, the, my ultimate five ways to stay consistent in your health journey. So stay tuned and here we go. I'm your host, Jessica Riga, and welcome to The Holistic Hustle, the podcast for curious, ambitious, and open-minded women. If you want to raise your frequency, live an abundant, healthy lifestyle while pursuing your passions, you are exactly in the right place. If this is your vibe, pull up a chair and come sit with us. podcast and I'm so excited that you're here. Now, I have so much to say and I don't know where to start so I want to start by yeah saying thank you that you're here and listening. I can't really believe that you're listening to my podcast because I have had many self-doubts and fears coming up about this so do bear with me while I find my voice and that's kind of the main reason why I'm doing it to find my voice to help more of you internationally across the world since being a lot more in the online space not just for social media but also in the coaching space I've realized just how many people I can connect with on such a deeper level and it's been so life-changing for me as well my business has evolved so much and the podcast just felt like the next level the next logical thing to do aside from social media, emails and the coaching. So this is this is a space for you to come and be educated, to be inspired, to be motivated and grow, to be surrounded by abundance, love, but also have those difficult conversations that maybe you're, we're too scared to have with one another in real life. I wanna bring those here to this holistic hustle table. So I'm glad you're sitting here today or whatever you're doing, walking, driving, I'm glad you're here. And so you may ask me, what is the holistic hustle and why does it sound so paradoxical? And yes, I do wanna get away from hustle culture on its own, but I think holistic hustle culture is where it's at. So what does it mean, Jess? It means, well, to me, it means that you can pursue your goals and dreams and passions and your purpose while also taking care of your health. Not just your health as in your physical health and through nutrition and doing a few like morning routines, but actually taking care of your health on so many different levels. Holistic health means your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, spiritual health, you know, the whole the whole shebang. And for me, it also means that it allows you to work hard and smart but not at the expense of your health and happiness. And I am surrounded by so many amazing women, so many amazing business owners, self-employed women, um, you know, through social media or people that are, women that I actually know in real life. And I look at them with such awe and I'm so inspired every day at how much they do. I think, yes, everyone has the same hours as Beyonce, but when it comes to business, I 
I like it, but I don't love it. And it's not something that I find easy. And I find it's often the same way, but the other way around. When a woman has so much passion and love for her business, the the energy gets put in that space which is great because it grows and it's on fire and that's what we want that is your purpose and your passion but not to the detriment of your health and we need to be careful of that we are in a society with the highest rates of chronic disease and chronic illness and chronic stress which in turn turns to shorter lives it turns to us living lives of burnout depression and being in pain physically these things aren't just mental issues they're actually physical issues and I think often we're very proud about our businesses so we don't really want to ask for help when we're feeling tired or exhausted those are the early warning signals of potentially going towards a more stressful time and not looking after ourselves so I wanted to have this space to bring awareness to being able to have the balance of your hustle and the flow at the same time of your action and your rest and find the productivity and the creativity in both sides you cannot have just one side or you will burn out you cannot have the other side or your business won't survive you know so there's so much beauty in finding the balance between the two and I must say I'm human too I go with the highs and the lows and let's face it having a business or even in your career but especially when you have your own business there's this emotional roller coaster that you're on is money coming in that month are my clients going to drop out um is there a recession going on can people afford my programs things like this and there's such an emotional roller coaster and the biggest thing the best thing you can do for yourself and your business and your career whatever or in life in general is to know how to read your body become body literate be able to regulate your nervous system read the signs of what you need mentally physically emotionally and spiritually so here we are this is the space exactly for that and I'm so excited that we're finally here and the doors are open <laughs> so a little bit about me I have been a PT, a personal trainer since 2000 and I want to say 14. Yeah, I got into it just after I finished uni and I moved to Germany. So I was born in Germany, which is something many people don't know. I was born here in Munich. I'm an original Münchner Kinder, but <laughs> I actually grew up in the UK and I'm half Austrian, so I can speak German and English. I don't think anyone on social media has ever heard me speak German. I think I spoke German once, and everyone was like, oh my god, that looks and sounds so weird. Because you know when you meet someone in one language, and then all of a sudden they start speaking something else, and you're like, what? Like, the whole world turns upside down, and you question everything. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's very funny. Maybe one day I'll do a podcast episode in German. But my voice does sound a little bit different. Um, anyway, yeah, so I'm half Austrian and I came back after uni um, to Germany and I've been living here ever since. I have left a couple of times, but I keep coming back because of family and I'm now in a really happy relationship. And when this podcast episode comes out, you will, guys will already have heard that I just got engaged to 
the love of my life, Dennis. We actually met through work. I was working in the F45 here in Munich, which is a functional training gym where I actually have the majority of my background in health and fitness training is functional training. If you don't know what that is, it's basically using everyday movements and getting strong in how we move on a day-to-day basis, being able to move through full ranges of motion without any pain. And it's that is my passion. I do love the gym, but functional fitness is really my passion and where it's at. So yeah, we met through the gym and it's been two years now. We got engaged on our second anniversary. And I have to say, I do love Germany in the summer, but it's slowly rolling towards winter. And if any of you follow me or know me a little bit better, you'll know I hate the cold. And I'm looking to travel a little bit more this winter because I just cannot deal with the cold. I'm not. In a past life, I honestly believe I was like a an animal from the Sahara Desert or um, I would love to have been a lion. Something that just lies in the sun for the whole day. Anyway, I am going to get onto the main topic of today. So the ultimate five ways to be consistent. Now, this is one thing that I did a poll on recently and it's something that my clients ask me time and time again and it's how to stay consistent. Now, I think this very often gets mixed up with how to be perfect. Perfect isn't the same thing as consistent and we don't want to be doing things perfect and I think that's where most people get thrown off is that they do the thing they want to do for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven days, let's say a week, I'm thinking of the January New Year's resolution people, they go hard in the gym for one to two weeks and then they burn out and then they think, oh I can't do that, it's not for me. And no wonder they're absolutely exhausted and they want to do everything perfect and they have that black and white, all or nothing mentality. Now, that is where most people slip up with consistency and they just think that they can't be consistent, but they're looking at it all wrong. And if this sounds like you, then keep listening. Take what you find helpful and leave what you don't. So if you are a perfectionist and if you do look at your health and fitness journey as something that needs to be perfect then maybe take a step back and think why why does my health and fitness journey need to be perfect it doesn't and if I want it to be perfect I'm probably not going to be able to be consistent because nothing will ever be perfect not to mention my version of perfect will always be different to your version of perfect and the pressure of perfectionism in your health and fitness journey is one of the things that will make it crumble. (laughs) I speak from experience. I am a perfectionist at heart and I struggle with things like that, especially, for example, this uh, podcast. This is the ultimate test of perfectionism. I'm gonna have to do a podcast um, episode every week and even if it's not perfect, I'm gonna send it out. And you know, The things that come up when things aren't perfect are self-doubt, not believing in yourself and questioning yourself, maybe not even doing it and maybe throwing in the towel altogether. So why do we want things to be perfect? It's usually because we want a certain element of certainty. 
one, because we want a certain element of certainty, or two, because we're self-sabotaging that we don't think we're worth it for whatever reason, because we're not good enough, we're not significant enough. It could be for so many reasons. But usually it's from a place of wanting to be really certain of the outcome. And when it's perfect, maybe then you'll be more certain. Or number two, you're self-sabotaging yourself. So how do we avoid that so ultimate tip number one is habits and routines you are a creature of habit you are what you do day in day out repeatedly and how are habits formed your habits are actions that you do repeatedly how does an action become formed they are thoughts that you think repeatedly and that turn into an action so essentially your habits are thoughts So we really need to be watching our thoughts, our actions and our habits throughout this journey. If you're thinking, I can't do it, I'm never going to be able to do it, I'm not consistent, I'm terrible at this, then yeah, your actions are going to go along with that and your habits are going to go along with that. You need to up level your thoughts so that they reflect in your actions and your habits. Now, have you heard of that famous quote where it's like, I think it's Albert Einstein and he said, Insanity is doing the same thing day in, day out and expecting a different outcome. If you have been doing the thoughts, the actions and the habits that you've always been doing for, let's say, the past 20 years, you're going to receive the same outcome. It's inevitable. So how are you going to start to change that? You need to change the way you look at things. So imagining and visioning your future of who you want to be getting crystal clear on that and creating the habits and routines that that person would be doing not that past you did so your actions and your habits and your thoughts have to align with who you want to be rather than who you have been and again going back to the people who go to the new go to the gym with the new year's resolutions and they go all in And they change everything in their lives. They start meal prepping, eating healthy. They go to the gym every single day. Again, trying to be perfect. And yeah, that's great. However, it's not sustainable. My whole branding and the whole, all the programs that I do are really focused on sustainable weight loss, sustainable health, sustainable mindset changes. What happens when you go and change everything all at once is that your nervous system almost perceives it as a threat to your identity. We as humans are creatures of habit. If you go up and change everything about your identity and who you are as a person, your mind, your nervous system is going to perceive that as a threat to your identity. You were comfortable who you used to be. That worked for you. Your nervous system wants you to feel safe and changes don't feel safe. When we have such a level of uncertainty, And again, going back to that perfectionism, do we want to feel really certain? Having this level of uncertainty and everything's new and everything's changed and, you know, it doesn't feel comfortable, that's when our body or our mind starts to rebel and say, this isn't for you. Why are you doing this? Look, you can't do this. You get to the first hurdle or the first day that doesn't quite go to plan and you just think, oh, that's not for me. You literally throw in the towel because that's what your mind, your mind and your body want you to stay safe. And it's not necessarily that you aren't safe, but the thing is your mind and your nervous system don't or can't differentiate between 
something you're trying to do now in this modern day world and having these changes and uncertainty to a lion or a tiger trying to chase you. Our brain and our nervous system is one of the most primal things in our body. And so it's very instinctual. And logic fails to reason then. And no matter how much you talk logic into it, it's probably just going to do what it wants anyway and decide it wants to stay comfortable. So what you have to do is make small changes step by step and do small habits, things like habit stacking. And if you haven't read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, I can highly recommend. But he even says one of the best ways to create new habits is to habit stack. And this is basically the idea of creating a habit that stacks along next to another habit so as soon as you go to brush your teeth you do another habit that is triggered by brushing your teeth so maybe you'll do some tongue scraping or maybe after the tongue scraping you'll have your lemon and salt water you know so you have three habits that are stacked together that are beneficial for your health journey now another really good tip is that don't just take an unhealthy habit away and leave space for nothing because you're going to feel like something's missing if every time you went out for lunch and you had something sweet after like a dessert make sure that you fill that space instead of just taking that habit away make sure you fill that space with something else a walk um reading your book something else that's quite satisfying it's not going to be the same as a dessert but maybe you can find something healthier a, a lighter version of that dessert you know so making sure your thoughts habits and routines line up with your goal and taking into account we don't want to be perfect we want to be consistent all or nothing is what we're trying to get away from and how can we take the wins and the falls and just keep going and walking forward instead of tripping up at the hurdle and throwing in the towel And number two is stop trying to invent the wheel. It doesn't always have to look different every week. If something works, it works and just roll with it. I think a lot of people often start a workout program or a health journey with lots of excitement and motivation. And after week two, that excitement's gone and things start to become a little bit more routine and mundane. And then instead of having to rely on that excitement, they end up having to rely on discipline. This is where discipline has to kick in. So really knowing what your why is, is very important. And I know everyone always talks about, make sure you know what your why is, but it's so true. And in the times of feeling a little bit less excited, when it's mundane, when it's routine, that's when your why will get you out of bed. And if the why doesn't feel like it's going to get you out of bed, then it's not big enough. You haven't dug deep into the subconscious root reason why you want to get fit and healthy. And you know, if there isn't a reason, you can find a reason, you can make a reason. So making sure you're not switching everything up all the time. Reinventing the wheel, you're just making things harder on yourself. And to be honest, you don't see progress when you keep changing your workout programs all the time. Like I said, we're creatures of habit. We want to do things that are certain. And if you are looking to change things every single week, then maybe it's also a form of self-sabotage that you keep telling yourself, oh, I need to do something else or I'm going to start seeing progress. So digging deep into finding out what the root reason is why you're self-sabotaging. Number three. So I think a big thing in the 
health journey is that we keep looking back and we keep comparing what we're doing now to what happened before. The second something happens where we trip up and things don't go exactly as planned, our negative feedback loop and negative bias of our mind is confirmed and we basically confirm that all those negative beliefs we have about ourselves. Oh, I can't do a diet. It's never going to work for me anyway. I can't live healthily. I don't know how to do this. You know, all that negative self-deprecating talk. And that's what the brain is there to do. It's there to, again, keep us safe. So when we feel like we're out of our depth, overwhelmed, we're doing something new, it's uncomfortable, it's going to feel unsafe. And this is where we really have to stop looking back to that negative bias and start to look forward at that vision and at that goal and at that why. And I hope you're starting to see a pattern here, but it's very much about looking forward and not about looking back. And I think looking back really causes the majority of us to stop being consistent. The mind and the body are so intrinsically linked. What you think, your thoughts are effectively your body is an extension of your thoughts how your body is and who you are is an extension of your thoughts so making sure we're looking forward and staying more positive of course we're going to have negative days it's okay to be negative it's okay to not always be positive we don't want to have that uh what's the word that fake positivity culture that's uh, that's happened for a couple of years now in social media we don't want that of course but with the logical mind Think about looking to the future when you're doing this process rather than looking back and believing that negative bias that your mind will. You know, the monkey mind is going to play tricks on your mind. And talking of tricks, my number four is reflecting and reviewing. Because so often we can do all the motions, we can do all the things and we can feel like we're not getting anywhere. So you really need to be measuring things as you go along, having small milestones so you can celebrate along the way and make sure you know how far you've come. It's so easy to get so stuck in the journey and the process of everything that you really don't see how far you've come. So I really like to do a monthly review with my clients. We even do weekly reviews. What worked? What didn't? What can I do moving forward to ensure that XYZ doesn't happen? So on the one hand, yes, I said last time I don't want you to look back, but I don't want you to look back at the negative things and have that influence your present or future moment. I want you to look back at the things that have happened in the past and take them as a learning experience and allow yourself to be curious to ask what can I learn from this and how can I improve moving forward and reflecting and reviewing is the best way to do that to do that and also to see your progress and girls ladies celebrate your wins we are so quick to highlight all the negative shit but when it comes to the stuff that we do well and that we're good at and that went according to plan or whatever it may be or that you exceeded your expectations at then we become shy and we don't even talk about it or don't want to celebrate it be proud of what you're doing and be proud that you're going in search of growth and you know learning about your body your health and your mind so making sure you are celebrating as well as learning from the things that didn't quite go to plan and then numero cinco five Give yourself time. So 
I have a quote from one of my favorite coaches that I worked with. She's called Christy from Quantum Fit Flow. And she said, we live in a slow cooker body in a microwave world. And I that blew my mind, that quote, because it's so true. In a world of, it, uh, you know, being able to download all your favorite music instantly on Spotify, in a world of Amazon Prime, in a world of being able to send emails instantly as well and wanting a reply straight away, not even just emails, but WhatsApps, you know? Everything happens instantaneously these days. We don't know how to wait anymore. Patience is a virtue, literally. And very often we're not patient. We want the magic pill. We want the answers right away. And it just doesn't work like that with our bodies. We are cyclical beings. As women, we have a menstrual cycle. Things don't work from day to day. They usually work within a cycle. So when it comes to weight loss or when it comes to seeing progress of hormones balancing themselves out it really does happen almost on a 28 day cycle that's just the way our bodies are made so take that into account next time you want to see results the next day or the very next week it just takes time and honestly it usually takes more time than you think and I know we live in a world of comparisons where you see on social media what this person did in 12 weeks or what this person did in I don't know, six weeks. And to be honest, once you start comparing your journey to someone else's, you're already gonna lose faith in yourself. So just don't do it. (laughs) Honestly, turn off the social medias that make you feel bad about yourself and turn off that comparison. Don't allow yourself to compare your day one to someone else's day 100, you know? Apart from that, it really is just a journey. You are a unique individual that needs specific nutrition, specific mindset coaching or work that you do with yourself, specific movement that is for your body. And yes, the foundations for everyone are pretty similar, but what works for someone else doesn't necessarily work for you. So yeah, you may be on a similar journey to someone else, but it might take a little bit longer for you. It might take a little bit less time for you whatever it may be try not to have too many expectations as life and universe does tend to throw us curveballs and we got to go with the flow we got to find what works for us and that does take a little bit of time so again try not to look at the destination but enjoy the journey along the way so those are my five top tips on how to stay consistent i hope they've helped you And I would love for you to share with your mothers, your brothers, or maybe the ladies more, but your mothers and your sisters and your daughters, if this has helped you and you feel like someone needs a boost in their health journey to be consistent, please share it. And of course, if you've loved the show and you liked this first episode, please rate it on Spotify or Apple, wherever you are. I greatly appreciate it. I think that's a wrap for the first episode. And I'm really, really looking forward to spending more time doing these podcasts. And as always, share on social media if you can. I would love to hear from you what you thought of this episode and any other episodes that you've listened to. Thanks for listening, guys.